genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one troll cry minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we are joined once again by Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson from Star Wars Minute. Hello. Hello. Um, And today we'll be talking about Minute 140, which starts with the troll kind of in shock at having been shot in the face. Mm. As you do. (laughs) Yeah. Ends with Gimli saying, you're full of dot, 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 and we'll get the rest of that line next week. Yeah. The suspense. Hmm. You're full of bees. You're full of bees? (laughs) Hobbits are just full of bees. I mean, there's two right in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) So mithril. So mithril. Also troll dying. Yeah. Yeah, Sad death of the cave troll. It is. Which the way I, that it dies, it just looks so lost. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't understand that it's dying. The thing about it dying is that really long sustained note that it, like that, that, that cry that Almost it like a whale. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Well, I, I had uh, a couple of days ago kind of likened it a little bit to, I said it reminded me of Master Blaster from uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, but it mm-hmm. also... Not that I tie everything to Star Wars, of course, but it also <laughs> does remind me a little bit of the Rancor, where you get that uh, when the the gate comes down and you know Luke crushes the Rancor's skull, and and mm-hmm. then you get it has, yeah. lets out that little kind of puppy whimper, and then you see its owner crying, and it's like, oh, well, that that's that's different than I felt a minute ago. <laughs> I mean, the the creature design is not too dissimilar either, really, between yeah. the Rancor and the Cave Troll. That's true. The Rancor has a much bigger mouth. Yeah, but you know they're both. Very similar shaped hulking beasts. Yeah. Kind of lumpy. That last cry that troll gives out, though, is just like really sad. Mm hmm. It really does. It, it, you, I think you said this yesterday. It, it feels like King Kong almost. Mm hmm. And then, you know, yeah. knowing that Peter Jackson's dream was to make a King Kong movie. It makes a little more sense. He made that after these, right? Yeah. 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 I, I saw I saw King Kong in theaters. Hmm. I did not. I did, too. Did I he, liked it. Did he break free and threaten you? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to break free. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, Mithril. We get to see that Mithril shirt. Mm-hmm. So uh, Elijah Wood never actually wore a full chain vest or shirt for the filming of these movies. Mm-hmm. He just wore like a shirt with a square of chain mail. Oh, like sewn into For it. the reveal. Oh. And, like, and so that you could see it at the tops of his shirt. Uh, in do, different shots. Do they just not make one, or was that like his choice? He was like, "I'm not wearing that." It had something to do with like the way he could move around and how complicated it was to make the mithril shirt. So they just made the one for the shots where you see the prop shirt, the prop shirt, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they just made like a small square plate and sewed it to a shirt. Hmm. And uh, he said himself, he he doesn't really feel like it would have been all that hard to to wear it with everything else mm-hmm. but maybe it would have like worn his costume in a different way and it would have been more visible in other scenes if he'd been wearing a full one right and they wanted to make the reveal like feel important right sure do they talk about um what it's made of 
Yeah, they found some the finest, uh, like the finest wire that they could. Yeah, that would still like look solid and convincing, uh, and it's all hand done, and to between the prop shirt and the the vest he's wearing with like just the front piece, mm-hmm. it took several weeks of one person working on it to make it. Wow! And then it's it's steel and it is silver coated. It's like silver coated, so it looks very sparkly. Yeah, so it's like jewelry wire almost yeah it's gotta be yeah that seems like crazy that they would spend that amount of time on something that you only see a tiny bit of four seconds Mm -hmm. yeah and you and you see the whole shirt in the theatrical versions of the movie you only see the whole shirt that one time with bilbo and frodo wow Hmm. and then in the in the extended cuts i think we only see the whole shirt that second time with the mouth of Sauron outside the Black Gate when he mm. tosses it to Aragorn. Wow. I think with the extendeds, you only see the full shirt twice. That's practical effects gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's this movie. <laughs> like, well, like my go-to example for that is you see like the tree above Bag End what, is not a real tree. It was um, constructed and someone hand tied all the leaves on that tree that we see for like maybe half a second. That's ridiculous. And it's like in the background. It's never in the foreground for any shot. Right. Someone hand tied leaves on a tree we see for at most a second. At most. And that's that's like my go to like this is (laughs) like practical effects taken to twelve. Right. Example, because that's insane. Right. That's the type of thing that future alien archaeologists will find records of and be like, what the hell? Right, exactly. Why did they do this? <laughs> Humans are weird. Wait, you're telling me they did this at a time when digital effects were pretty convincing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be the kind of thing when we're when we're living in a uh, post-apocalyptic wasteland. You'd be like, what did you do? Uh, I was in charge of tying fake trees onto branches. For right, right. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, all the leaves that were hand-painted that they dropped from uh, from catwalks up above the Rivendell set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just all these hand-painted leaves. Yeah, it's totally just kind of... It, it seems like like the fall of Rome or something where it's just so decadent, like, over-the-top right. stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, when you gonna... hear about how much time went into all these props. Yeah. Especially ones that we see on screen for, like, no amount of time. Like, all the trinkets in Elrond's library. Mm-hmm. We, like, barely see them. And you know someone spent, like, days making all that stuff. <laughs> or, like, the, the Bag End set where they had to make two different sets. And then to make everything. Yeah. Right. For a lot of sets, they had to make two of everything Mm -hmm. for scale, which is mind boggling. (laughs) But not to mention all the suits of armor they had to make and all the swords they had to make. And the two guys that all they did for like six months was make chain mail. Mm -hmm. That was totally their dream job, though. They're like, those are guys, those are chain mail guys. And they're just like, hey, we need like. Sure hundreds of these and they were just like they high-fived i bet right like, yeah we're your guys <laughs> they did like the bill and ted high-five right yeah but it was all jangly and clanky because they were wearing chain mail oh yeah <laughs> wearing chain mail while they're making chain mail yeah they sleep in hammocks made of chain mail in their chain mail <laughs> workshop that sounds horrible they eat chain mail oh yeah. little little chain circles like cheerios right <sighs> <laughs> they send chain mail. sleep and breathe chain mail. <laughs> man. man 
I love Aragorn's reaction to Frodo being alive, too. It's like a bunch of question marks and exclamation points show up above his head. He's like, you should be dead. Like The line that Viggo Mortensen speaks is one of the fakest sounding lines in the whole trilogy to me. <laughs> it's like, that spear would have skewered a wild boar. Yeah. But like, just the way he says it sounds so out of place. Sounds very forced to me. I don't know why. I'm just every time I hear it, I'm just like, that does not sound like something someone would say. <laughs> Is yeah, it like I wonder the wording or He probably just had a hard time kind of trying to because he's you know, it's double duty. He's trying to sound kind of amazed and state of fact kind of at the same time. I think it has to do with both like the wording of it and like the tone of voice he has, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's kinda I think it gets a little muddled in the in the take. As yeah. far as like the emotion he's going for, yeah. Um, well, he, he, I, as much as I do like his uh, his performance, he has that problem a lot throughout the movie. He's very kind of a quiet whisper guy a lot of the time. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen's very good at like the broody whisperer kind of thing. Yeah, when he gets loud, he gets a little muppety, but <laughs> <laughs> a little muppety. Yeah. Yeah, but looking up, like you know, his head tilted slightly down and looking up as he just speaks in a gravelly voice that's his right. uh, that's that's, that's his, his wheelhouse, wheelhouse. yeah right. that's the way we first see him in this movie and it's like some of his best stuff across the whole trilogy yeah yeah the little the scene where he's putting out the candles mm-hmm. so good so the the costume department has like a, a little thing about this scene mm-hmm. where uh everyone in the costume part department forgot that they were doing this mithril shirt reveal thing <laughs> So Frodo's shirt was only originally designed to open like two buttons down. Mm. So then they had to like cut it and make the buttons work further down for this scene. That's really But like funny. the costume department just totally overlooked it. They just forgot. And then someone like told them they were filming this scene and they were just like, oh, hang on a second. But what about the scene <laughs> in Rivendell where he's like, well, he's like taking off a shirt. different shirt. Oh, it's a different shirt. It is a different shirt. Okay. I just assume it's all the same shirt because movies, costumes. Yeah. I don't think about like elf laundry. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like not, I think the shirt he's taking people off do in Riverdale. Right, right? <laughs> the logistics of like mm. elf laundry. But that's something else you were talking about on Harry Potter minute. Yeah, just <laughs> elf laundry. Elf laundry. <laughs> How do these kids get all their laundry done? I don't. I don't know. Who does all the laundry in the fellowship? Because if think... they were just walking for that long, they would be far dirtier than they wind up. I don't think elves like have to do. I imagine either the clothes don't get dirty or like they don't um, sweat or or you know have bodily functions. Right. So so they wouldn't like, need to do laundry. Hmm. This, I mean, Lord this of the Rings elves. Is, uh, right. All elves. Right. All elves. All elves. Santa's elves. elves. <laughs> The people doing the laundry in Harry Potter are the house elves, right? So that's right. Yeah. Although, yeah, that doesn't mean that they don't that they. Well, they don't have laundry. They don't have they laundry don't of their own. That's yeah, why they can. But house elves just look like dirty little creatures. Yeah. They don't have clothes because if you give a house elf clothes, they're free. That's well, right. That's true. Free clothes. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe like elf clothing in Lord of the Rings is like, oh, that's uh, that was made from. Some some wool that was dyed under the light of the full moon in the spring, and it's blessed right. to always be clean. <laughs> right. 
It was woven under the light of this certain star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Blessed by the hand of Galadriel herself. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, it's naturally antimicrobial. <laughs> like, Galadriel's white gown probably never gets dirty. Ever. No. Well, yeah, she's like an ethereal other being. Yeah. She's the like the most powerful elf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> elf laundry. I just, I don't know. I don't think about... They're on a, like... They're on, like, an extended camping trip. Like, right? they only just, have, like, two sets of clothes max. Just recut the watcher in the water scene. They're doing their laundry in the pond. Yeah. And that's why it gets mad. <laughs> How dare you pollute my home? <laughs> <laughs> Although I bet that elf, I bet that uh, Lambus bread is pretty... Uh, Dirty? You know, like, uh, no, no, I was going to say, you probably don't... Uh... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We, I wasn't sure how gross you wanted to get, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about thinking... to talk about more bodily functions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking crumbs, but you were thinking just kind of. Yeah, no, I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of the other end. <laughs> as low a humor as possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the dwarves, on the other hand, who boy, those guys are filthy. Right. Yeah. Well, because what's their fighting style? Roll around on the ground and get lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Throw axes at people until it sticks. Throw axes. Yeah. <laughs> if I have enough of these, I can't lose. And it's, really, uh, you know, that's a fighting style that I can get behind. Quality. Stay back here, throw axes, and then if I have to get, you know, up close, just drop down and roll around. I, I totally understand that. <laughs> but still hold on to an axe, so I'm still dangerous. Right, yeah. No one's going to bend down to try to grab me. They might get cut. You literally have to keep your edge. <laughs> <laughs> dwarves are bumbly fools and elves are perfect that's the lesson of these movies <laughs> yeah I guess I do love all the reaction shots over Frodo like maybe being dead oh no I hate it I hate it so much I love them <laughs> because it's all like huh, what no it's I love how over dramatic it is yeah yeah there weren't those I... for, for you know uh Aragorn moments ago when it was just like, oh, we think, you know, he got knocked around. He might be dead. Right. I mean, Aragorn recovered quickly. He's like the other main character, so we care about Aragorn, too. Right. Right? We never see Aragorn in any, like, real mortal peril. Yeah. He falls off the cliff in uh, (laughs) two towers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like in this movie, we never really see him in any real mortal peril. This is like the yeah. closest we get. Well, he's the action badass. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's there. He's, he's their big game hero. Yeah. <laughs> he's there to. He's there to look cool, kill the bad guys, collect speak, his paycheck, speak yeah. softly, right, <laughs> gravelly, get right. the girl, like yeah, you know, that's what he's here to do. Sean Bean, on the other hand, is here to do exactly what Sean Bean does. <laughs> Spoilers. We don't know what it is. Spoilers. Yet. We don't want to, we haven't oh, figured it out I'm, yet, but I'm really excited to talk about air uh talk about Boromir dying for nine minutes. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's, I it's gonna be I've, awesome. I've said I, I since you're already talking about it, I I, I guess it is spoiler free, but I, I've said that even though it seems like it might be Horribly painful. I think that's a that would be a way that I. Um, that's on my list of ways that I might want to go. It's just kind of like 
taken down by these by these, those arrows look really thick <laughs> later yeah and just kind of like you know uh, picturing it in slow motion but just kind of getting you know turned into a pincushion by uh orc arrows sure, that's how you want to go yeah i think that would be an okay way to go I, mean, I know it, it seems uh, I don't know why it seems like it might be incredibly painful but I think after like you know one or two then you're in shock and then it's just kind of sitting there being like yep as long mm. as you're gloriously defending your friends I think it's okay yeah no I, with my luck it would just battle be, with a sword in your hand I'd just be and like waiting for like a, a bus or something and I just get you know, <laughs> taken down just by an orc comes arrows. over the hill by the bus stop I'd be like oh come on I think I'm gonna pick. Um, I think I'm gonna pick uh, falling into the lava of Mount Doom. As far as At Lord of the Rings quick. deaths, yeah. If I have yeah. to if I narrow just limit myself to Lord of the Rings deaths, that's what I will. Uh, <laughs> mm, uh, right. Assuming that I'm, I can't just go across the boat to the to the faraway country or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Just right. make sure you hit head first so you die long before you feel any pain. Well, no, I got to hold on to that ring. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just swallow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> choke on the ring and then drown in lava yeah yeah that's not Whatever. that's not on my list <laughs> i mean Shut that's down. almost how Gollum goes yeah yeah spoilers <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there in like three years yeah right right <laughs> a lot of a lot of time ahead of us you're just assuming that everybody's totally familiar with the whole story they've seen all of these and they know what's going on the whole time right? yeah i i have a really hard time uh thinking about someone that hasn't seen a movie watching it with the or listening to the movies by minutes right like i don't know why you would why you would do that maybe i'm off base but yeah if if there is someone that out there that's doing that we want to hear from you (laughs) yeah i'm curious what your experience is like yeah i want to know about that too (laughs) you're listening what what is it like to just decide but you haven't uh watched the movie or if you're just watching it minute by minute, we theorize about those people. But if you're out there, yeah, man, like uh, I can't imagine someone sitting down and being like, "All right, it's it's Monday, time to watch the next minute of this movie." Mm-hmm. Right, and Click. then listen to like people talk about it for twenty minutes. All right, <laughs> turn on my podcast, <laughs> and then like watch the movie that way. That would be, I don't even know if I could do that. Well, there like, are you know there are ones out there. There are, there are movies by minute shows out there that uh, that I haven't seen. So maybe I will. Uh, that'll be a project. Oh, that's true. To see what that's like. Yeah, I think when you were doing when you're hosting it, you would have to take that into consideration because you couldn't do any spoilers. You and and you could even play that up. Say like, oh boy, what's gonna you know? I, I think it'd be interesting to go into it with that design. Like say, okay, yeah. I know no one has seen, uh, you know, the apple, but. <laughs> you know, if you're if this is your first time watching it, this is how you know. It's basically designed to uh, to be to to go that way. I right. think that'd be Almost like a reading guide, but like a movie viewing yeah. guide. Yeah. Hmm. Or you could do I'd that. That's, I guess, the the next step in this. The I'll use the or the term art form loosely, but in in this thing that we do here, <laughs> uh, the next step is for somebody, you know, uh, some some maybe improv comedians or something like that to do a whole show for a movie that doesn't exist. So they're just making up what, what they're seeing, what they're talking about and go through a whole project. That would take far more talent than exists in my being. (laughs) (laughs) And I would give much kudos to whoever did that. That's amazing. I would listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. But they play it totally straight. Like the yeah. movie is completely real. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's, you know, then you have to basically like plan a movie out. Well, if you're improving, I guess not, but. But right. you almost still kind of have to like come up with a certain amount of structure so that you're all on the same page. Right. Yeah. Well, Especially you... if you have guests. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine doing that and inviting guests to like your little improv minute? Yeah. <laughs> they'd have to be, obviously they'd have to be in on it, but you, you, you don't have to lay out the whole thing in a bit. You know, you just start each one with like, okay, in this minute the, it starts with this and it ends with this. And then you fill in the fill blanks. Fill in the gaps. Yeah. That gives me like, Thinking about that, I just think that it would be not too dissimilar from if someone wanted to do like uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life Minute, where things <laughs> would start to feel really disconnected. <laughs> yeah. Could I don't be. know. That would be really interesting. I would be really interested if someone did any Monty Python minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't come up. That's a, that's something that has its own kind of, uh, yeah. not niche fandom, but it's got, you know, people people love that. I mean, I'm surprised that someone didn't snap up Lord of the Rings quicker, honestly. Mm. But I guess it is a very daunting task, as we found out. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. They, they, it's like the cave troll. They looked at it, they're like, oh. Did it pass? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Well, thank you for joining us this week, guys. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, and we like to ask people who we have on uh, what they would like to come back for. So if you could pick a moment in either this movie or the next two um what would you guys be interested in coming back to talk about oh, i'm gonna defer to alex because it's been a while since i've seen these a long time yeah, a long time um i'm gonna say for well the first thing i thought of i'll just go with my gut uh in return of the king the when the mouth of so the voice of Saur, sauron comes out <laughs> I think that's, that's a a weird. Scene. I've always loved that. I think also because it was only in the extended, and it's such a uh, a yeah. weird thing. Anyway, I so I was going to say that. I can't picture that because I may have never seen it. Because I don't know if I've yeah. have I watched the extended two times. I didn't like. Uh, I don't know. I I I loved uh, Fellowship when I saw it, and then the other two, I was just kind of like, yeah, that was that was good. Um. So I, I don't know if I've seen the extended uh, Return of the King. Is that possible? That's impossible. <laughs> Even for a computer. That's I don't impossible. Know. I'll have to figure it out. And uh. for two towers, I will go with, um, let's see. My gut. Oh, and something with the ends. Mm. Maybe the, when the, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I, no, I'll Where's say Radagast. Is Radagast, Radagast was, in uh, Radagast two towers? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't want that. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you end up doing The Hobbit, then that, uh, I, I volunteer to take a bullet for that one or take a, okay. a series of arrows for that one. <laughs> that is the way you want to go. So. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, there's three movies. So that's three arrows. That's exactly the number you need. <laughs> <laughs> so we are from the website duelinggenre.com. Um you can check out Pete and Alex on uh, StarWarsMinute.com. And if you are interested in looking at other Movies by Minutes, uh, there is MoviesByMinutes.com. I think there's like 40 of them now. Uh, that might be a bit high, but there's a lot. Not that high. So no, check it's, those out. it's close. <laughs> it's close to 40. I think between like all the projects that are in pre-production and going 
and finished. I know of like a, there's like another ten that haven't started yeah. yet that we know yeah. about. It's crazy. No, we we only put up the the actual you know ones that are releasing episodes go up on there. Mm-hmm. So and it's over thirty. Awesome. So ones that have come out with an episode at least one episode. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So you guys should check that out. Thank you once again, you guys. Yeah. We look Thank forward you. to having you back. Um, and special thanks to Patreon associate producers Leaper182 and Ed Foster. I hope you guys have a good weekend and I'll talk to you again.